Welcome to the Brown Guy Talk Finance Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about why fixed deposit is bad for long-term investment. Now, fixed deposit is a product offered by banks to encourage investors to put in a certain amount of money for a small amount of return rate. This is because the nature of the investment is low risk, hence resulting in lower returns. Before we dive deep into realizing why fixed deposit is bad for long-term investment, you need to realize who is the product provider here and why the product provider matters. Now, the fixed deposit product provider is a bank. And a bank's nature of business is to give out loans. When they give out loans, the interest they charge in the loan is their profit. Based on what I say, you know, the nature of business is giving out loans. And in order for them to give out loans, they need capital. Where do they get their capital from? Exactly, from you. Every time you deposit your money in, regardless whether it's in a savings account, your fixed deposit, regardless, the moment your money goes in into a bank, they are using this particular sum for them to invest and give out loans, regardless in form of credit cards, uh, personal loans, house loan, regardless. This is how it works. If we notice, especially if you hear your parents say or grandparents say, back in the 90s, fixed deposit rates were fantastic. They were giving out 12%, 15% easily on any given day. This is because when they were first starting as a nature of business, you want to make sure you got a lot of capital in to match the demand, which is giving out loan. So they ensured for them to pull in more supply, they offered a very lucrative form of percentages, which is the 12% and the 15%, to encourage people to put more money to them as fixed deposits. Now, over time, if you notice especially right now, it is being sluggish at the 3%-ish range. Now, if you have to factor in COVID-19, we are looking at it's going as low as 1.9% over a month. What happened over this time is that you notice there is a decline in the interest rate offered to the fellow depositors, right? This is because, again, nature of business, when there is too much supply and there is less demand, obviously they're going to mess around and say, look, now I got too much resource. I am no longer obligated to give you high interest rate because this is a cost for me where on the other end i can give out more loans now because i can make profit out of this looking at our country malaysia only because of covid the number got even lower but it is expected to go even lower over the coming years this is because if you notice our neighbors singaporeans now singapore is known to be the center of financial hub when it comes to asia if let's say Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, if they want to come if they want to come to Asia, Singapore is one of the first few spots they will tend to go first before anywhere else. And this resulted in a lot of money passing through them. This means banks are oversupplied with capital and this lets them to meet the demands. Hence they don't need the local people of Singapore to deposit their money into fixed deposits as a capital for their nature of business, which is to give out loans. That is why in Singapore, they say the fixed deposit rate, at the very least, it's 1%, and at the very max, is 1.45%. 
your inflation rate uh, is at 2%. That means the money you put into bank is being eaten up alive by inflation as time goes by. Now, how does this affect we Malaysians is that? If you notice, Malaysia, we are not competing for to become the center of financial hub with Singapore. But one of Malaysia's vision by 2030 is to become center of international Islamic financial hub. Even if we don't go 100% on achieving this, let's say if we only manage to go halfway across the journey, not from 100% holding, but we just made it until 50%. This will eventually affect the fixed deposit rate where it will drop it down because all this money are now passing through Malaysia as transaction resulting in bank having abundant source of finance which they would give it out as loan and make profit from it hence they no longer have to rely on the general consumers to put money into their deposits. And how this affects you in a direct sense is that if you were to do it on a long term, let's say long term in this particular scenario, I would say if it's more than two years, my friend, when it comes to fixed deposit, it's a long term already in my in my dictionary. Lah. Because the only time you should consider fixed deposit, if you want to use the money within a year, let's say you are planning to buy a car next year, you have a certain amount of down payment, you don't want to put it, you don't want that money to be in somewhere where it's risky and volatile. Hence, you want to take the conservative, the extremely conservative route of taking this money out and putting into your fixed deposit. Even the profit is for a year, just take it. Take the one-year profit. And by the time you are done, that your capital is preserved, even though you only made a teeny tiny amount of profit, but nonetheless, a profit is profit. Lah. But nonetheless, the idea is to make sure your capital is taken care of. You're protecting your capital at all costs and the only time it is ideal when the timeline is over one year. Let's say next year you want to down payment for a certain car, 20k, put it in fixed deposit. Let's say next year you want to get married, 50k, take that 50k, put it in fixed deposit. If the timeline is more than a year, I would say, you know what, you might want to take a step back and reassess things. Because if you notice people who have built their wealth, built their finances, if you notice they don't take all their hard earnings uh, and they don't let it sit in the bank. And especially if you decide to save it through fixed deposit, you are letting inflation to leech on it and suck your capital off over time. Because no longer it's a scenario where your capital is being protected. Over an extended period of time, inflation literally eats up your money. Now, in Malaysia, the lowest rate I have seen is 1.95%. Fixed deposit right now over a month. Inflation rate 2%. Huh? 2% minus 1.95%. You are losing 0.05% with every fixed deposit. This is bad numbers, my man. You want to make sure that if you happen to do a conservative form of investment, you need to make sure that this investment doesn't get eaten up by inflation. That is the benchmark, that is the lowest benchmark for a conservative form of investment, not just in fixed deposit. If you went, go out there and do any form of conservative investment, you need to make sure that the return rate is higher than the inflation rate. If it were to be low like a fixed deposit, your money is being eaten over time. They say cash is king and who killed the king? Inflation. All right. 
With that being said, if you want to have a sit down, have a chit chat, one on one personal consultation with the brown guy that talked finance, there's a link in the description. Hit it up, fill it up, and we see how we can progress forward from there. Hopefully, you think twice the next time you put your money in fixed deposit. With that being said, signing off, brown guy talked finance. Give up.